Yes. So, you know, and the, you know, everything is just so judgmental. Like everything, what you do, what you don't do, like what you work in, what you don't work in, what you have and what you don't have. Like, you know, it's just unfortunate. You get yeah. judged for everything. You can be yourself. You can be someone else. You can put an act on. Yep. You still get judged. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter nowadays. So, so bring you, uh, to bring you up to date now. Yes, I'm, I'm so excited. I know, I know. So this was summer of last year. We worked very, so we come to, so we also do real estate. Yes. Another thing that that contributed to our to our our distance and almost but separation. But I kind of want to say it may have contributed to that, but it also kept you together. Yes, yeah. it was a mix. Um, so I'll tell you how it brought us separate and how it brought us together. Yeah. So we bought a property um two years ago that was a burnt property. It was our biggest project yet. Like it was burnt down by a hoverboard. Mm-hmm. It actually came out on the DIY network. It was very cool. Um we did a lot of filming for it. Promote um, yourself, girl. Yes. Promote it. Yes. <laughs> so um so it was very cool. It aired, you know, December of last year of two thousand eighteen. Oh, going all in. Yes. <laughs> go back, go find it. Uh, it was in Pasig, New Jersey. <laughs> so um anyway, so we did that. <clears throat> And that house required a lot more of us financially, a lot more of our time that we didn't expect. Um, but a so, blessing in disguise. Yes. <laughs> so going through, you know, my the job, going through the IUIs, going through all these things that we went through. Now we're going through a rehab property. We don't have enough money for it to finish it. We have to pay our hard money loan, the interest only on a monthly basis. Like, we still have our rent. We still have our responsibilities, our oh cars. God, we still stop. have life. You're scaring me away from the real estate. It, <laughs> no, I mean, listen, it's all worth it. Yeah. But it, it's things that you learn. And it's just, you know, we were just too involved. And at this point, then, you know, my husband's like, okay, well, I'm going to save money. I know so much. But he works, you know, nine to six in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or eight, eight to six in New York every day to then, you know, six 30, he's now at the property to 11, 12 o'clock so at night. It's a 24 hour job. Yeah. It's 24 mm-hmm. hours. You know, it's, it's terrible. So then guess what? Now we're spending less time together. Uh-huh. I've had the issues of the IUI. This isn't working. I'm falling into depression. Like what the fuck do I do with my life? Yeah. And my husband's and my, working. And my husband's working. And all, yeah. when he comes home, it's, we come home to sleep. And then now what? Now, who you know, who do you wake up to then in that yeah. morning? Like, you just, you start losing yourself. You don't, you know, you start losing the connection. Yeah. Um, How could you not? And yeah, yeah it, was, it was scary. So, again, it goes back to, you know, we started our marriage counseling in the summer. Um, at that point, we actually had just finished the property, um, the, the rehab property. Mm-hmm. We were in the process of getting the mortgage to pay off our hard money loan. Um, and I had rented it already. I rented the property in June 2019. Mm-hmm. So it, everything was kind so of the like... the process of the rehab... Was over. That was... Doing the sh- even doing the show while everything was going yep. on. And it's that's like faking a the funk. <laughs> it's a blessing. You fake it till you make it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, you know, we did all of that. Um, and, you know, and here we are. Now we decided after, you know, summer hit, we took a trip. Um, one of our friend's wedding in Dominican Republic. We had an awesome time. And that was probably one of our first trips together, united. Back to basics. Back to basics. Mm. Back to the fundamentals. Like, yeah. fa- to the fundamentals of him and I. Why did we get together? The fun dimensions. Yes. <laughs> like, why did we get together when we the did 10 sex, years ago? Like, the laughing, why did the Yes, drinking. because sex yeah. to us became mm. timed. Yeah. Like, it was just a lot going on. And, and you know, and, so you and I like think... that trip brought you... The trip, the trip brought us bit. back together. Yeah. Um, the trip, because, again, you're away from reality, you're away from life. You can have drinks. You can have a good time. You're in the pool. You're, you know, you're having a good time. Um, two, kind of, you're looking back and you're like, damn, we've been through so much together. Yes. And this also, yeah. again, this almost brings you stronger than you were before yeah. when you first got if together. If it doesn't, there's something wrong with you. Yo, it, it either breaks you or <laughs> yeah. like I was or just having you. this discussion yeah. with one of my friends a couple of days ago. And dude, like this, this shit really brings you back down to like, and, and part of this situation was also the marriage counselor that reminded us Mm -hmm. of how to find those fundamentals in us by asking us questions and bringing those back out that you don't, you forget. Bringing you out of denial. Yes. You forget. You're like, oh, fuck this guy. Like he did this or he did this or he's not around or, or I can't tolerate this. Like, you know, and it comes to a point you're like, oh my God, no, I like, I really have a good man. Yeah. And it reminds you of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, so... Do you know how many uh, people give up, though? A lot of people give up. Oh, my up. God. Yeah. So many. We were just at Hibachi two days ago, and there was an, uh, uh, the lady that was cooking for us at the table, and it was just him and I. There was nobody else. And she started telling us, oh, so how long are you guys together? Ten years? Married? Six years? 
oh my god she's like she's like guys she was like i ha- i'm gonna pray for you guys she was like because oh. i ended my marriage at 13 you know at, after 13 years and two kids wow. and she was like until this day I, I think it's probably like eight ten years later she's like i still regret it it was she's her like, decision it was it was her decision she's like but i didn't fight hard enough she was like and you know what nowadays she imagine was like, living with that Take a moment. Dude, Imagine like 10 years with... later, she's like, yeah. we're random people. She just met us 15 minutes ago. Yeah. And she's like, I saw something in you guys that I just had to share this. Yeah. And I believe in you guys and I'm going to pray for you guys. That's she's really like, because sweet. this is like, and this is a random fucking person on yeah. the road. Like yeah. <laughs> a, a lady cooking for us, like, you know, at a fucking restaurant. Like it was crazy. That was, that's a beautiful moment. That's it is. It really that, is. Yeah. It's, it's a nice moment. It, it, those are the, again, those are the moments that you go back and you cherish and, and it goes back to your fundamentals and you're like holy fuck we've been through so much summer ended fall goes and we go into fall and and we're so like you had an eye-opening year last year oh my god it was huge with everything yeah 100 percent. you have no fucking clue yeah. i would have never known eye opening in so you many were going levels things i was going through things everybody's yep. going through something yep. different and i also lost friendships during that time so um and and i come to you know i came to realize and i said you know what Guess what? I oh during those times also between not only it being eye opening, one of the other things that brought us closer together was church. We started going back to church. You, you found your faith again. Yep, and little by little we started finding our faith, and we would go to church every Sunday, and we wouldn't miss yeah. a beat. Um, I found that too when I when my ex left, I kind of lost hope, and I was like, you know what? There is no God. No, God doesn't there, do this to people. Yeah, how can yeah. God doesn't yeah, make yeah, me yeah. suffer the way I am and 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 put me in question my life and if right. this is worth it and why am I here? Like, you think like yo like that's what kind not, of God does that? Yeah, like who makes yeah. you suffer this way? And then after you come to the realization and you have your breakdowns and you yeah. get through those months, <laughs> like okay, sorry God, I was acting a little bit crazy. Yes, you're like God, it's God, sorry, but thank you, I thank you for bringing me back to life. Because I realized that after I was invited, I got an email. Um, my mom would tell me about these like websites and stuff, you know, to go on and see. And I got an email from the archdiocese. I used to be like, so I used to teach religion, believe it or not. I never I actually never knew that years ago. I used to oh, teach shit. like I confirmation classes. Yeah, I, I was very big into. The, I know me, right? I was yes, very big you into, out of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> not in a bad way. I love you, girl. But <laughs> this is going back years. How before? That's why they always say the ones from church are the worst. All the worst. They are the worst. The worst. worst kids. But I did it mostly because I was at church a lot with my mom. My mom's okay. a very devout, devout Catholic. So I learned through. I learned of this uh, separation and divorce group through the church. And the shit I saw in that group and the stories I heard, yeah. I was like, how do people still believe in God mm-hmm. after what going yeah. through? There was a grown man there who cried so much he couldn't get his story out. Uh, the whole room was crying. That's sad. I never saw so many grown men cry. And it's hard to see men crying. I was like, shit. Yeah. And that's when you realize someone else always has it worse. Oh my god, you. I always yeah. I get goosebumps now by saying this cuz I'm like, okay, well, okay god, I can't reproduce, but guess what? I'm not sick. Right. I'm not sick. Okay, You're what's not the terminally worst? Ill. I'm not terminally ill. What's the worst of things? Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. I adopt or maybe I just never have kids. And yeah. this is why I am so giving when it comes to Christmas. I buy, you know, yeah, 50 yeah. presents and I'm and I and I donate and I do this and I'm just so involved and I'm like, god, okay. Well, if it's not meant for me to have them, then thing, then we've been another. blessed with yeah. our real estate and our jobs yeah. that I can give more than I could have years ago. Yeah. I guess yeah. what? In exchange, I just give more to kids. That's it. I give more to kids, and that's an exchange. That's it's it. rewarding for me. Let's talk about that, because I've always wondered, like, I've never sat and asked my sister something like this, um, and yeah. hopefully soon she'll be a guest on. Uh, she, she says she's <laughs> she thinking. She will eventually. She, she says she's thinking about it. <laughs> you have to let time, let time but pass. But what I always <clears> wondered <throat> was... When you see, you have godchildren, you have mm-hmm. nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel when you see the joy? Even if I'm with my kids, how do you see, how do you feel when you see a parent with a child? Oh my God. Um, in what way? Like emotionally. How like does when, that when I give inside? a gift or when I see a, a mother with a when child just, just together? Yeah. Knowing what you're going through and you look at a person who has Good kids. and bad. It yeah. depends when you ask me. Yeah. It depends when you ask me and it depends who you, you know. If I would have asked you during your process, what would I would have said, um, I rather not, you know, I, I probably would have rather not share yeah. because what was going to come out of my mouth was not going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and if, again, if I'm not going to say something nice when, they, when it's not their fault, you know, this mother and this child, it's not their fault. I, I'm not going to, you know, yeah. 
put harm on them. But what I would have to say would probably, especially if it's, if it's like a husband, wife and a child and, and you know, and they've gone, you know, they've gone through their thing. Everything looks beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're like, fuck them. Like that's fucked up. Like God, like what did I I do? Like here I am. Yeah. yeah, Putting my body through all this shit. Like, how is it that like they were able to do it? Like my husband and I are financially somewhat stable or working hard towards it. You know, have good jobs, have health, have family, have so much to provide to a child. And we can't, like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then you also ask me, it depends. Because if I know that this process went through, this, so there's a couple different reasons. Like this, and this is what I feel now, which is why I'm going to start my website. Again, it's going to be closetivf.com. We're going to talk about it. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, it depends when you ask me. Like, you can ask me during this process now, and I have faith and hope that this is going to work. You can ask me when it's over, um, you know, three weeks from now, and I can say, fuck this, like, I need a break. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I'm going to have my mental breakdown. Um, and then I come back. You're I allowed. come back and I come back stronger. <laughs> but then you you could also ask me like, okay, like for example, now I'm giving this story. Um, this may not be a success story just yet. Um, it's success in my in my eyes because I still, I kept my marriage. I kept yeah. my marriage. And at, at the you. end of the day, it's, it's what you. I have. Yeah. It, it's what makes me happy. And at the end of the day, whether I am able to have a child or not, I still have my husband and my family. I have so many blessings around me, yeah, friends yeah, and yeah. family, that I need to appreciate. <clears throat> so that's, you know, my my biggest and, and most... See, I asked that because I never could put myself in the position of someone who struggles with infertility. And I could never say... I, I can't imagine how yeah. you feel. I can't imagine what goes on inside your head. Because, dude, I got pregnant twice without... <laughs> both without times, even I had no idea. <laughs> At like, first you were like, what the fuck what? just happened? <laughs> I was 25. I was like, no... What? I wasn't finished with school yet. I was like, oh my God. So to a person who wakes up and says, I'm going to have a baby today and it's going to work. I yeah, know that. And it happens all the time. But I have no I know, idea. Listen, I know, of, I know of stories of people that have diseases. Yeah. Sexually diseases. Sexually transmitted diseases. And have kids. Oh. And they don't pass it on to the kid, which thank God. But you hear them, oh, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying. And three months later, it's like she's pregnant. And you're like, the How? fuck? God, like, she what? just she just got with this guy. She just, what the fuck? They live at their, you know, like, I, I can't even get into detail in case they like, But still, like, oh, my God. Like, you're like, how does this happen, God? Like, yeah. But, it, again, it goes back to. I question to, a lot. Me too, all the fucking time. So, it, I, it got to a point to where, like, now it's funny that you asked me that. Like, okay, when you ask me, what do I see? It depends. Sometimes I see a young mom, 16 years old, with a belly. Yeah. I'm like, God, what did I do? Why? Why, why, why? And then I'm like, God, nope. I can't pass harm, you know, towards her. Right. Okay, I pray for her. Fine. But it's hard. At first, like, everything that goes through my yeah, brain, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, God? Like, it's not against her. Right. It's my battle with God. And yourself. I'm, and myself. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, why? What did I do wrong? How is she 16 years old? How is she having a child? She lives with her mom. She got knocked up. The baby, the daddy's nowhere to found, be found. Or, like, I've experienced in my family, that daddy is in DR, right. lives in the outskirts of town. Like, yeah. girl got knocked... Is that the doorbell? No. Oh. <laughs> girl get you know, girl gets knocked up, um, you know, comes to the U.S. and has always lived out here, but, but daddy is somewhere in DR. Like... And not it doesn't work. Just every doesn't, time there's a different situation. Dude, right. every situation is different. And then you hear of these things and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what did I do wrong? What did I deserve this? Like, and you yeah. question yourself and then you have like a small breakdown and I go into tears and I'm like, oh my God, why? And like, it's funny because my sister-in-law, who, who also went through this process even more complex than I did, like she, she works in retail and she's like, Erica, mothers would come in here with carriages and, and bellies. And oh. I, she'd be like, yo, I just want to punch him in the face. Of course. She's like, I just want to punch him in the face to get them out of my face yeah. because it's so upsetting. Yeah. So, again, it goes back, when you ask me that, what phase of my life I'm in. Yeah. Now, I'm in the hopeful phase. I'm in yeah. the hopeful. Uh, I have faith. It's going to work. I'm under meds. It's tough. Like, two nights ago, I was in tears after getting, like, all these different injections because of, the, you know, the feelings that you get during it. Um, um, Since I'm going through so many injections during the day now. But... I'm still hopeful. My my faith is there, and I'm hope that it, and I'm hopeful that this will work. Yeah. However, you were to ask me this three weeks ago, I may want to punch in the face the first person <laughs> I, the first person I see. Like I don't know because yeah, yeah. it's so hurtful, and of it's course. not intentional to them. It's my own internal battle. It's like when someone asks you, "How are you doing?" You're like, "You really want to fuck?" Yeah, them all yeah. Out, don't fucking ask me. That's so wrong. It's so funny because people ask that all the time, yeah, and yeah. you're like, "No, that's not a good question." It's not because that's not don't be- ask unless you really want to know. Yes, because don't at ask. the end of the day, you're gonna say good, but then inside, you're like. 
bitch, like, I'm going through this, this, yeah, this, yeah. and this. And you start lining everything, listing all the things that you're going through, yeah, but yeah. this isn't the person to share it with. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to asking your sister, it's going to be hard, yeah. but it really just always depends on the time that you ask the person. Yeah. The time in their life. Because course, it makes a huge especially difference. Especially through the process or especially after I know she's um she's had some miscarriages also. So you never just to be clear, you never got pregnant. I've not that never I know experienced that. No. So okay. my OBGYN said sometimes you can and you don't realize oh, no. it and okay. you don't know. But as far as that I'm aware, I've no. never I've never okay. I've I've that's one thing the times that I've had my faith, I've always prayed, God, if it's not my time, I understand. Yeah. If it's not my time to carry your child because it's not healthy, because yeah. I'm not going to be able to carry through right. the entire pregnancy, then you know what, God, then don't send me one. Yeah. I'm so hopeful for you. I Thank feel like you. you went through that detox phase. Mm-hmm. Your yep. marriage went through that detox yep. phase. And now we're like stronger now you're than in ever. In a good place. Like oh, you're in an amazing, place. Yes. So I'm, I'm in even, a good job. Yeah. Our, 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 our real estate is doing well yeah. and it's growing and yeah. developing. I converted my second room into a fucking closet. It's great. It's good stuff. <laughs> Which we're sitting in right <laughs> yes. now. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> you guys will see pictures afterwards on my website. Um, you know, I have my two dogs. I have my family support. You know, financially, we're in a little bit of a better place. But, again. Who isn't? I, um, I know, right? So, we, you know, now we're here. You know who so... isn't? Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. So, so, now we're here. Um, this Now November time. Um, um, for last year and I said to my husband I woke up one morning and I said I think I want to do this again this was Thanksgiving week yeah and I said I think I'm ready for this like this is such a mental process but then you're taking more than it a anything step forward, you're doing IVF now yes now now I jumped right into it yeah I've done so many processes of the IUI I was like fuck this I'm so over it like I don't give a yeah. fuck what doctor tells me I want to do this and this is what I want to do but when you're like, like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, sometimes, like, you just wake up one morning, and that's how, at least in my, like, my feeling, I woke up Thanksgiving week, and I said, okay, I'm ready for this. I want to do this. And my husband was like, what? It just clicked. Yeah, it just clicked. Mm-hmm. My husband was like, what? For real? And I'm like, yeah. This isn't something that we've been, like, we've had previous discussions about right. it, but it wasn't anything in detail. It wasn't, we didn't talk about insurance. We didn't talk, nothing. I said, honey, honey like, I'm ready for this. Like, I just want to do this. He's like, what? Oh, Okay. Oh, sure? You sure you yeah. for this? Like, like, what the fuck? Hold on. Like, I got to prepare too. I'm like, yeah, you got to prepare. But more than anybody, it's me. And I'm mentally ready for it. Like, I'm, rentally, I'm mentally and physically and emotionally ready for whatever it is that's coming my way okay. right now. Okay. At that point. You because, sound confident. And the only reason I felt that is because I had his support. I felt his support at 100% because we were stronger than ever. And 10 years into it, we were stronger than we were from when we first started. That's and I'm beautiful. like, holy shit, mm-hmm. whether this works or it doesn't, God willing, it does. Not but, only that, I think you guys grew up a little. Yes. Went we through the shit. Yep, yep. Shit stormed. And well, we, he came, again, he, yeah. you, you come to realize, like, the little things to appreciate in a man and a woman. And the little things that they do for you. And the little things that they should be doing for you that just mean the world. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what, that was part of the process. Mm-hmm. And the time that, the more time spending together, more, okay, honey, you love to do this and I love to do this. Okay, so how can we incorporate this together? How can we find the time to where we find the perfect balance between work, real estate, life, mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. And, and everything? Like, it's us, our time. And and that was one of the biggest and hardest things. But once we found that balance, I, I, I'm telling you, I woke up that one week of Thanksgiving and I said, yo, I'm ready for this. Like, I'm ready to take this shit on by the fucking horns. Yeah. I called. I remember that it was, was it Wednesday? It was Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And I called, like, six different places. Wow. It was 8 o'clock in the morning, and I said, I called place after place, and and they said, oh, you know, it's Thanksgiving week, it's tough, it's Thanksgiving week, it's tough. That's okay, that's okay. I'm like, okay, fine, fine. Like, and I kept trying. And finally, I got this one girl at RMA in, in New York City on Madison Ave, the sweetest person. She sounded, like, Midwestern, probably too nice to be working <laughs> in New York. And she said, you know what? We got a cancellation today. I might be able to squeeze you in. Let me speak to the coordinator. Let me speak to the doctor and see if I can get you in. Mm -hmm. This was before, like, uh, so I found out at that point what insurance possibly could have covered. I said, okay, insurance might cover this. They, they, my husband's insurance has coverage. Um, but again, this is like a $25,000 process. So it's how much is it going to cover? I'm not sure, but they're supposed to cover it because it's under the insurance. So I'm going with, they're going to cover part of it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, they're going to cover a good portion of it. Right. For insurance. Great. Since it's under the, the insurance, she calls me back. I'm already at work sitting at my desk and she's like, they can see you at 1030. Oh it's my like God. nine o'clock. Mm. I called my husband. And I was like, I, I don't know what you're going to do. I said, but uh, you're going to meet me in New York right now. I'm at a snap. <laughs> like I'm going to drive in and you're going to drive in and I'll meet you there. And we're going to go see this doctor. Exactly how it worked. We got seen. 
That is we crazy. Were, mm-hmm. uh, when you put your mind to, to it, of course. like you just it, the universe just, starts conspiring, and yes. it's like, okay, I got oh my you, God. I got you. No worries. Yes. <laughs> this is this is where like your your yeah. faith starts yeah. to come back. Oh, because yeah. you're like, okay, well, it's my mind is set now. Everything is working with me, not yes. against me. And then you look back and you're like, that wouldn't have happened. Unless it was divine intervention. Yes. Uh, it, it's too strange. It's too random. Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. So then we did that. So then we met in the city. <clears throat> we were there for four hours. The doctor we met with for about an hour and a half went through all my background information. Then I went through ultrasound. I went through blood work. We went through a bunch of different stuff. Went with the coordinator, the financial department, the insurance. Like, I don't know, four and a half hours later, this process was over. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, Job's calling you. Where are you guys going? Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, my job, because I told my coworker, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to, I got to go to this doctor's appointment. Like, I just got an appointment in. And and that's one thing that I'm so blessed between my coworker and my boss. They are so amazing and so supportive during this process that, and it means the world. Okay. And it's one thing that, you know, don't take advantage of their, you know, their flexibility and their support but it means the world to like you know having them by this by your side because my previous situation was the opposite of course with my previous employer fuck that guy yeah seriously (laughs) so um so that happened so we met in the city we park um we leave we leave the doctor's appointment we're both so excited so amped at that during that visit the doctor said after listening to your background I'm going to jump you right into IVF I was like oh my god from my mouth to god's ears to yours like this was like perfect um because it's exactly what I wanted. I, it, it was what I was ready for. It came from him and not from me. And at that point, it was like, okay, we're all on board. Oof. It was so good. <laughs> so we left. As I leave, um, of course, you're right off of Madison Ave, right down the plaza by, like, 59th. And um, and we go to the parking garage. And the first thing that happens, the guy's like, yeah, $150 for parking. Each car. I was what? like, fuck my life. Every time Are I come here, I cannot pay for parking. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, where's the bus? Where's the train? I go, okay, this is the first. I said, like, oh, I would have been, I would have like, I gotta go check with my 401k to see if I have that. I would have been like, like oh my god, like me? four hours. It was like from a four-hour visit from between, oh you know, the god. visit itself. It was like a $300 parking. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, God, it's fine, it's whatever, fine. You fit me in. I, here's the card. Here's my credit card. I don't know, take it. <laughs> Fuck it. It is what it is. So I'll you know, give you six cards. You try yeah. <laughs> Here's 50, here's 100, here's another 50. Finally, I'm, at some point, you know, this one got a dollar. Just, just try them all. So so we did that. Um, and then, you know, I did make it back to work that day for a couple extra hours, and that worked out. Um, but, again, they, they were extremely flexible, and that, that was good. So at that point, because prior – okay, so I skipped a step, sorry. So in November, I went Thanksgiving week. During November, I still had medication from the previous – from earlier that year or the mm. year prior. I still had the COVID. I still had my shots, my HCG trigger shots. Guess what? I didn't tell Jay. Mm-hmm. I went on my meds. Instead, I took 100 milligrams. I didn't do the 50 because I mm. figured at that point, I'm going to go right into it, but I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. My husband's birthday is November 27th. I told my trainer. I said, if I get a little crazy, I said, if, I, <laughs> if I'm limited at certain things for training, I'll let you know. But other than that, like, I should be okay. I jumped on the medication. I took it for a month. I took it for for a month. Wow. Um, she had no idea. The medications it gave me. I guess it put my body into shock. Mm. I got a yeast infection for like two weeks. Oh my god. And then at that point, then that's when that was around the time that we went to ended up going to go see the doctor. Like at the tail end of the like of the of the yeast infection issue. And my husband was like, "Oh, why did you get this? So What's right wrong? off the bat, your body's rejecting it. Right off your the bat, your body's like, body like, was stop the shit." It. <laughs> yeah, but but I didn't lose hope. It didn't work. I said I was trying to surprise him for your birthday. I finally explained to him what happened, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so like I'm I'm happy yeah, yeah. but sad because yeah, you were yeah. doing this on your own." But uh, you know, but I'm also happy that you know it, 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 what your your purpose behind mm-hmm. you know wanting to do this on your own was to give me a surprise for his birthday. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. So when I went to go see the doctor, the doctor said, "Because you were on those medications, I need to put you a month off." Okay. And your period needs to come. It came basically just a couple, like um, like the first week of December, or like towards the, the end of the end of November to beginning of December. My period came, and he said, "I you just need to stay on that period, get off of it, and when the next period comes, then I'm going to put you on your cycle." Okay. Because your body needs to clean out. Yeah. Of any hormones that you were just on. Fine. So I did that. I called them December thirtieth. I called my doctor's office, and I said, "Okay, I just got my period. The next one." They said, "Okay, great." Um, here's your birth control. Um, pick them up at Walgreens and I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, exactly. So I, I went to the visit. I started my birth control after blood work. They said, okay, you're good to start your birth control. Start them, you know, uh, you know, start them today. It was the 31st. Mm-hmm. What a way to end the year. 
So I took that. <laughs> Happy New Year. I know, right? Happy New Year. So I took that for two and a half weeks. After I took that for two and a Wait, half weeks. Wait, Erica brought her own birth control into the New yeah, Year. Yeah, seriously, I did. <laughs> I, did. I really did. So um, I took the, those birth control for like two and a half weeks. I actually felt okay. I didn't feel crazy. I, listen, at that point, I had already gone through so many hormone things like month before that, years before that. I'm like, eh, this, this, ain't, this can't be that serious. Right, like, it'll be right. fine. Um, I took that for two and a half weeks. Um, yeah, then but, went back to the doctor. Uh-huh. And then that's when the doctor said, okay. And in this time, you were having issues with the insurance. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so. So insurance, my assumption when I first went was like, okay, the center is a center of excellence. That's very important to your insurance company. RMA is a center of excellence. I'm going to go with them. Um, It's in New York. Plus, they were able to fit me in the same day. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it. I'm going to go. I'll take the trip. Whatever. Explain how it was like that day, like when you told me when you went in and you saw all those women. Oh, my God. So so I went in. I went to one of my appointments and... um, and during this time, I'm still under the assumption that insurance is going to cover mm. um, or cover a good portion of it. Mm. I had called. I was waiting for a call from my pharmacy. I was going in to get checked up to make sure that I can start on the next step um, prior to. Because, you know, you get a lot of blood work and a lot of ultrasounds to make sure prior to starting a new medication, yeah. starting to a new process or whatever the case. Even at the tail end of my birth control, they still have to monitor me. Okay. When I walked in, I swear to you, like. There was nowhere to sit. It was so scary, but, like, like so, like, just reminded you of, like, how many people are actually going through this and oh just don't God. say anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was nowhere to sit in that, like, waiting area. People were standing. Jay and I were standing by the elevator because there was just oh. nowhere. Like, I wish I could have recorded it from my website. Obviously, it's, you know, it's, it's confidential, but, oh, my God. Like, and, and it was, so there was that feeling. The other feeling that I had was asked, actually, I saw a lot of, like, partners. Like, a lot of, like, um, female and male, you know, whether it's husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever the case is. But I saw a lot of that. And then that made me feel also good. Because I'm like, it's, you know, to go through this process and not have the right support team, dude, like, you can't go through it. It, It's going to be impossible. So seeing that was also like, wow, like, I can't believe so many women are going through this. But, oh, my God, it means so much to have somebody next to you during this process. yeah. So, um, so then that happened at that point, then, you know, this is the week of, I'm supposed to start my med- I'm supposed to start this process last Friday, which was, what date was that? Let me see. In- that was Friday the 17th. Okay. Um, January, January 17th. Yes. So this was that week. This was probably like the 14th. Um, I had a call with the pharmacy that week to get everything done and, and to pay for my meds. So I get a call later that day. They're like, okay, um, come back on Friday to start your process. This is from the doctor's office from RMA. Great. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call Freedom Pharmacy to get my medication. I call them because then they normally send it like the next day and some of this medication needs to be refrigerated. So I call the next day. I get it delivered to my job. Over the phone, I had to pay $3,800. The total of the medication was about $9,000. Oh, my um, God. I did have to pay 3800 My insurance paid for the rest. Okay. okay that's step number one. That's done. Um, okay, that's already a big chunk to oh come out of your pocket God. to, yeah. like... So, Thursday, the 16th, 12.30 in the afternoon, I get a call, and they're like, guess what? Your insurance hasn't um, responded to us about your coverage, if this will be covered for this process. So, um, here you are, ready to start the process. Oh, my God. So mentally prepared. Yeah. Um, I have my, my meds. I already paid $3,800 for my meds. They had just came in the day before. Um, I was already on the birth control basically to control your hormones. I had already gotten my period that same Tuesday, which was like the 14th. Like I was already so prepared, everything mentally, like think about it. Like I was so mentally like ready to just yeah. take this on and get that call was like a fucking like, stab to the heart. Deflating. Like, yeah. So they said, okay, well insurance. But Murphy's <laughs> law, right? When something can go wrong, it will go wrong. I know. Yeah. So... Um, so I got the con there, like insurance hasn't responded to us. Um, I'm not sure if this is still going to be covered through your insurance. Um, you know, I can't even imagine the disappointment in your mind. If it's not covered the next day, which was that Friday, I would have had to come out of pocket 18, $19,000. Oh my God. And I don't know about other people, but I just don't have (laughs) $18,000 sitting in my bank account or my pocket. Or um, growing off yeah. this little tree. Or growing off of uh, uh, my little Christmas tree that's here <laughs> in, my, in my closet. Like, uh, you know, seriously, like, it just doesn't, that's a big stress. Like, so, you know, you're not only dealing with the stress of mentally, okay, I'm already on meds, but I'm going to go on all these meds. I got a whole fucking box 
like, I don't know, 20 by 20 at my job yeah. of all the medication that I need to take. I was like, oh my God. And now I have to worry about the financing portion of it too. I'm like, oh my God, I just paid $3,800. I don't know what else is to come. And then now tomorrow I have to pay 18000 Like, I'm like, oh my God, this is going, this is getting out of control. Hmm. So the first thing the girl said, she said, get me your medical records that they're still lacking. I was like, oh, I wish you would have told me this prior too, but sure. Yeah, I'll jump on it right now as I'm at work, <laughs> right? So I called both centers and I begged and begged and pleaded like for the managers at the centers. Please, please. This is so, this is so important. It is dependent off of my process tomorrow. Mm. Actually, they both were extremely helpful and they both within a couple hours paperwork was sent over, which was like, it, like this doesn't happen that fast when you get medical records at a doctor's office. It takes days. So that was that. So by like four o'clock, so this was like 1230. So finally, my husband sends me a picture like one o'clock in the afternoon. He's having sushi. He's enjoying his lunch. I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything to him as I'm breaking down in the fucking car right now in tears. Look at you. See? And then you resorted to struggling by yourself. Exactly. And you do. You do it. You do it to yourself. Suffering in silence. I was. I was suffering in silence in my car in tears. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to have him enjoy his lunch. I don't want to ruin it for him. I just sent all the medical release paperwork. They're, they're processing everything. So I've already done my part there. I said, oh, I'll call him like two o'clock after I pick up my lunch and I'm on my way back to work. Mm-hmm. Exactly what I did. I was like, oh, he's already by, digested by two. At least he ate. I haven't, <laughs> but at least he ate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called him at two and I go, honey, and I break down into tears. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I broke down into tears and I said, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't, we don't have this money. I don't know. Do we have to call our parents at this point? Everything, nobody knows about this. Um, Mm. My sister-in-law knows because she went through it five times. My sister doesn't know. My parents don't know. His parents don't know. Other than my job knowing and and one of my good friends, like nobody else knows what's happening because we want it to be a surprise. Yeah. Like, like anybody else when they get pregnant and they want to, you know, present it to the family. Like that's how I want it to be. Like I always have envisioned this to occur. So I'm like, okay, well I'm just going to, again, internalize it and not tell people around me what's happening. Yeah. So, you know, we do this to ourselves half of the time, but there's reasons and, and, and I guess reasons for it. So I call him, I break down on the phone, I break down into tears, I have a full meltdown, and he's like, please give me the contact, the coordinator, give me the financial coordinator for, for RMA, I'm going to contact him now, I'm going to call insurance. He calls insurance, he's on the phone for like an hour, he's trying to find out all the details, I go, honey, I'm going to be honest, I need to step away from the financial portion, because if I if we decide to do this tomorrow, like, I'm not going to be ready for it, because yeah. I'm going to have all the other stress on top of it. Yeah. So I'm already paying all this money, but I'm going to go into the process of stress, which may affect if this actually even works. Mm. So what the fuck? What's the point? Mm. So I stepped away and I said, honey, I can't do this. And again, you know, thank God, as as sometimes we complain about our husbands and our partners, he stepped up and he said, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Was on the phone with insurance coordinator, financial, support everybody, right like mm-hmm. three. He was on three way with everybody, uh, you know, until I get the call, like five o'clock. I get an email. Oh, we got the paperwork. We got the medical records. We're working on it. This is going to take a couple of days, but but we're doing it. So the next day. I go in at 7 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, the 17th. I'm supposed to start my process this day. Nothing has been heard of from insurance yet. I sit down. I ask to speak to the um, financial coordinator, the manager, and I said, um, I, you know, I need to explain to her the process. So I explained to her what happened. I said, listen, I got a call at the time that I did. This was difficult. I, I should have been maybe told this prior to. It was a little insensitive. The person um, had also mentioned, not the financial coordinator, but somebody in the financial department had mentioned, well, maybe you can wait till next month. Um, and, and at I, that point, I, I wanted you're to, like, I, where's my knife? <laughs> yeah, I wanted, if I could stab her over the phone, I probably yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, like, how do you tell somebody that? Like, so insensitive. It's it, extremely. Which and, they should be trained better on. And I feel like that's everywhere. And I, you, and, and, yeah. and I have to say that part of the story just because it, it happened. Um, but there's also a positive end from that mm. situation. Mm-hmm. So I am also thankful for everything that they did and where we are today. Um, so that happened on the 17th that morning. Um, I had constant at that point Friday. I was ready. Like, I don't know how us women can manage. We can have a mental breakdown. We can sleep on it, wake up the next morning and we're like full on board, yeah. ready to go, ready yeah. to roll. That's like at that day. point, <laughs> back on the financial portion, I said, honey, I got this. Like, I'm going to take care of it. Like, you know, let's see what we have. Let's see what we how much we can put together. Yes. I just needed to sleep on it. I just <laughs> needed to cry it out a little bit. Yeah. And my brain starts to function all over again. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. The next day, I sat with a coordinator at 7 o'clock. I explained to her. She called insurance. She called insurance, finds out that the requisites I don't fall under in order for the insurance to cover. 
I'm like, oh, great. This is great information. I wish I would have known this before the day of. I'm supposed yeah, yeah. to fucking start this fu- this process. Okay. I've already paid all this money all this money for medication. I wish I would have known this prior to. Fine. Um. So that happens. Then I go to work that day. And I'm constant in constant communication with the financial coordinator, with my coordinator, with the like the liaison of the coordinator for the process and the manager. And they're all working very diligently to try to figure this out for me and, and sending all the information. I get my medical records from DR. Um, I send that over. So they send that to insurance and it's all part of the process. Fine. Um, during this process, I make a, a I, I have a I negotiate with the manager. Anything is possible. Right. So I negotiated with her and I said, okay, if for some reason insurance does not cover this, right? And I broke it down to, this is how I feel. This is, I, I sometimes you have to break it down and, and take your guards off, mm-hmm. take them out of the way and, and just let somebody in to what's happening in your head and how you feel. And that's basically Be what I did. Be transparent. Be transparent. see who you are as a human. And I did it in yeah. an email and I said to her and I said, okay, this is the situation. I'm ready mentally. I've paid for my medication. I've been down this road for five, almost six years. Um, You know, I don't want to involve my mom and my dad. I want this to be a surprise. I don't want to involve any other family member. I want this to be a surprise. And I was truly transparent. And I said, this is how I feel. This is what's happening. I need you to please help me. Please work with me. Please help me. And she did. She did. She said, okay, start your process. Um... She, you know, I had the blood work that morning and the ultrasound, but they weren't going to release any information until the financial portion was discussed and finalized, mm. which in all, you know, it, it's, it's them protecting themselves that they get paid as well because this is expensive process. So I still had to get through the financing portion before I even continued and started my medications mm. that night. So she said, okay, um, finally through financing, we came to the negotiation that, um, actually she took $3,000 off. Um, okay. which was amazing. And that same day I didn't have to process and, uh, no, the same day she said, how much can you pay me today? I said, I'm going to be honest. I have $2,000 that I can pay you today. And she said, okay. She said, I'll take the 2000. She's like, we'll talk next week. Let's wait on insurance. Wow. Um, and any, uh, any other person, again, it's, it's taking your guards uh, yeah. off yeah. and being transparent to, and hopefully that the person on the other line is somewhat understanding to your situation i'm not walking away saying that i'm not paying for it if i have mm-hmm. to i'm gonna pay for it right, right. but give me uh, give me some leeway give me some time let me figure this out Be if human. i have to borrow yeah. money and then i it, it, I, i'm already in this and i'm not saying borrow money for the entire amount mm-hmm. but if i had to borrow a small portion then so do it i'm sorry i'm already in this my brain's already fixed too deep I, yeah yeah i'm way mm-hmm. in too deep um, so she said, okay, so she took $3,000 off. She, she charged the 2000 that day and she said, okay, on Monday, which is Martin Luther King, she said, I'll call you. Let me know what you can come together this weekend. So my husband came together, was able to put $5,000 together, depositing the account Monday morning. I, she calls me that afternoon. I had, a, I, w- I was called that Friday afternoon because then I was released to give me the information, mm. starting your medication, starting your gone left. Um, which is 300 milligrams, and start on your uh, Menopure, which is two powders, two different types of injections that go on your stomach. I said, great. Um, she said, start on that. They'll give you instructions. Um, do it again Saturday and Sunday, and then, uh, no, do it again Saturday, do it again Sunday, and then come right after for another visit. So all that was done. Friday, then I continued the medication as, as advised. Monday, she calls me after my, my, my meeting, on after my after my um our discussion on Friday that we had agreed to and she charged another 5000 she said okay well if in case your insurance does cover this is what your out of pocket would have been is the 7000 okay so which was reasonable out of 18000 that's a huge difference mm-hmm. um and this isn't including the medication this was just the process itself so then i said okay that's reasonable that's fair she said until i hear back from insurance then you and i can sit down and further discuss this um if for some reason you already have the bottom line number of what you would be responsible for, and we will discuss how we pay that. Mm-hmm. They don't make payment plans. Mm. They don't take care of credit. Everything is only major credit cards or debit card. Like, that's wow. it. Like, there is no negotiation. No like nonsense. That. There is no nonsense. <laughs> there is no payment plan. There is no, oh, I'll pay this in six months. Here's these. No, that doesn't exist. You pay when you first start, and that's it. So it was extremely helpful for her to work with me. Um, so here we are today. I get a call on, I've been on the medication. I went... On Sunday, I went back Tuesday, 
and I went back. Yep, I was there Tuesday, and I was back on Thursday. Um, and on Friday, um, every time I go, I get ultrasound and blood work. They mm-hmm. give me a call later that day to either say continue on the medication or double or dose this, add this medication, and so forth. So Friday, <coughs> I went Thursday. I got that information. Friday, I continued with my medication. They said... On Thursday, they said, okay, now you're, you were taking Gonalef. Instead of two powders from Menopure, take three. And now you're going to be taking Centrotide. Centrotide is another medication. Basically, it's another, these are all hormones. Basically, another injection. And basically, what it does is to avoid you from ovulating too soon. Mm. Um, this so, is insane. It's so crazy. Mm. It's insane. Um, so, I did that. And then I got a call Friday afternoon. And it was from the RMA, the financial department. And I swear to you, I, I broke down in tears. I get a call and she basically says, you were approved. Mm. Um, it, it, you know, it was it was tough. It was it was like one of those moments that it's like happy, but like a ha- like Finally, a crying a break. It's like a crying happy moment because you're <laughs> like, oh, my God, like I was here trying to figure out how am I going to come up with like yeah. basically another ten thousand dollars out of my pocket. It, you know, if I have to involve my parents and have to involve people. And she's like, no, actually, I owe you money. She's oh, like, I need stop. to. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I owe you money. And she's like, I actually owe you $4,000 because insurance paid for more than what we have ever seen and we would what we have expected for Look them to that. pay. Remember, the that. insurance, I would have had to pay 7000 no matter what. Now it went to, I only paid 3000 3, Plus the medication that I paid for it. Dude, like, I, I so my, my discussion with Jay yesterday was, Imagine if that Thursday, that Thursday the sixteenth, we would have pushed it off. Wow! Imagine I would have been. If you I would have still down and said, "Forget it." Yep. If yeah. you give up, because at yeah. that moment I was in, I was distraught. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm taking on this financial burden, yeah. but I'm so mentally prepared. So, what's more important? And you kept fucking going, dude. I kept, yeah, we kept going. We kept going, and I said, "We'll figure it out." I gave it up to Jay for one day to figure it out. And then I just, you know, jumped back into the equation of like it. Like the drug dealers. I yeah. want my money. I want my money in 24 Actually, hours. Actually, pay me my rent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, um, I was telling Jay what yesterday. A like, what a relief. I was telling Jay yesterday, like, oh, my God. Like, I, like, I, like, I was in tears. I was crying. And, and I just couldn't. I, I was crying on the phone with the lady. Like I'm like I, I can't believe it. Like I really can't believe it. Like thank God I didn't give up. Thank God I still had faith. Thank God like, and and yes I bought me do I do it. I bought myself a Bible that I haven't had in a long time. I put it next to my bed, and that Friday morning before Friday morning no Thursday morning Thursday, before we went to our visit we sat and and Jay opened it up. And we, we stood, and after we read a scripture, and we prayed for about 30 seconds. And, dude, pray, in prayer, there's power, man. Like, I'm not saying that I'm here to preach and be a, you know no, what I mean? Like, this preach is your the world. story. Like, you this preach. Is, this yeah. is, like, this is what happened to me, and I, I believe it. I'm not, you know, like, I still live my life normal. Like, nothing changes. I still go out. Like, you know, but there's there's power in prayer, man. Like, there really is. And, and when I got that call yesterday, it was, like, unbelievable. Now we're here today, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> the 25th of January and I had my visit this morning and I'm actually still waiting for my phone call from according to my blood work and my my ultrasound and my follicles I have a total of 17 follicles growing which wow. is a lot um you know these the, the side effects of the injections that I've been having since I started a little over a week ago I've been really tired really tired I think I got a sinus infection pro- just before I started this and now I can't take anything else right. so it's like not going away um but other than that like just really tired and you're just more conscious about your mood swings so you're more con you're having to be more conscious internally to not like trigger not have certain things trigger you because your hormones at an all-time level your estrogen yeah. is like yeah. you know in the thousands like that's absurd like your estrogen levels are like in the low like not even in the hundreds like so you to be in the thousands for estrogens like things certain things trigger you and not last night just going around to people like square up bro yeah yeah seriously like man the fuck up like yo like like this is nothing like relax yeah yeah what the fuck i'll run you over like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) but um but like like thank god again jay's been extremely supportive he gives me the injections every morning and every night um not last night but the night prior I was, my body was beyond exhaustion. 
between the, the development of the hormones, the follicles. Like, I have 17. That's a lot to carry. When you ovulate on a normal basis, like, you create one follicle, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. two. Like, to carry 17, it's a lot. It makes you bloated. Um, little loss of appetite that I had last night was so unusual because I want to eat the world all the time. <laughs> Everything that's in front of me. Um, and you cannot be sexually active. No, when you're you cannot. On this. No, you cannot. That's also been a little bit of a struggle to my husband, and I want to punch him in the face when he started stressing <laughs> about it because I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, there's a lot of other things that I'm like, dealing um, with. Hello? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, just ban the fuck up for a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is literally a conversation we had yesterday. I'm like, yo, you need to shut up with fucking sex. Like, relax. Like, it's not, it, just hold off for another, like, couple of days. Men. Yes, men. This is all they think about. Uh, as good as they are sometimes, like, they, 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 they think with the wrong brain. Yeah. The wrong head. The wrong head. Yo, seriously. So, that happened. Um, yeah, and here I am today. I mean, um, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm glad we, we moved on with it. And, and dude, just never judge somebody else's story because you never know. You and never how know. how beautiful that you're opening up about it. You're really yes. ready to face it. And I'm able to keep on. it all together. Yes. <laughs> not, well, you're, it's okay to cry. Like, uh, everyone yes, cries. I've had my meltdowns. But so. not only is she starting to open up about it, everyone, it, she's actually going to start documenting. This yes. is going to be a whole video diary. She's calling it Closet IVF, yep. which is the perfect, perfect name for it. She's actually recording in her closet. Yes. So mm-hmm. listen. We're gonna we're gonna look out for that. We're gonna promote yes, you when please, you get that started. Please, we're, oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great, and you're gonna help so many women who are struggling with this and who can't open up with it. Um, but I, one one thing I wanted to close this with is that no matter what you're going through, you have a sick child, you're going through a divorce, you're going through a death of a family member, you're going financial through issues. infertility, you're going yeah. through financial uh, hard times. You're going through a separation. You're a single mom with two yeah. crazy toddlers. You're going, you just had a baby and you're a new mom and you're newly married and you're, you're no matter what you're going through, no. let's make this clear. The grief is the same. 100%. The grief. It doesn't change. The cycle of emotions, the lost hope, the lost faith. Yep. The loss of friendships, the loss phys- of yeah. you, you feel like the so your support system yeah. starts fading away. Your grief um, is all the same. Yeah. And on that note, let's be kind. Let's be yeah. kind to people. Let's let's yeah. let's really think about it. Say, Sometimes yeah. one of, one of the last things that I want to mention is people forget. And I had this conversation just this morning. People forget that, like, okay, you see a couple living together, um, maybe not married, and maybe they bought a house, and people especially the older folks, all they oh. do is ask, when are you going to get married? <laughs> yeah, when are you going to yeah. get married? The when are you going to get married? Again, societal pressure. You're like, fuck yeah. off. Like, <laughs> if this works the way it is, like, leave me alone. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you know how many times for years from the day we fu- we got married, I can't even curse it because it was a beautiful day, but <laughs> from the day we got married, I've been asked for six and a half years, when are you going to have kids? When, what are you waiting for? You're getting old. What are you oh, waiting for? You're 32. You're gonna be 32. You know how much you know how many times I want to punch somebody in the yeah. face when they say that. Yeah. Like I just want to punch them in the mouth and knock their teeth out. Like yeah. because I'm like seriously. If it I, was so easy, lady, I'd yeah, be doing it. Yes, if it was so easy, like you know, people don't realize certain questions that they ask are just yeah. so sensitive. But they're being so insensitive yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like okay, take a you, minute and think about what you're gonna say. Yes, <laughs> take a minute and like think about it. Yeah, like. Yeah. You know, maybe some people live with their parents still because they can't financially, right, like, right. you know, financially support to live on their own. So how are you yeah. going to ask them, so when are you going to move out to live on your own? Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. that's not your business. Yeah. Or it's when people really... assume that I'm married because I have two kids. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck that. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not your business. The people people don't know what you went through. What does your husband through. do for a living? I'm like, um, show me the husband. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm still looking for him. <laughs> so, you know, like, really be conscious sometimes. Yeah. Like, And it goes back to what you were saying about being kind. Really be conscious about the certain things that you ask people yeah. because you don't know what somebody else is going through and don't take it personal and don't fucking take yeah. it personal don't internalize somebody else's problem yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. telling you I just went through that last year through a friend do not internalize somebody else's problem yeah. because you guess what you, you know what you are true friends are there for you through the good and the bad right non-judgmental right. um you know what I mean through whether it's financial through sick through through whatever it is that you're going through like true friends will always be there for you Absolutely. and 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 you know what and your and friendship never dies friendship never changes and you know what? And they're just by your side through the good and the bad. I'm sorry, Amen. because not all everything mm-hmm. in this world is fucking good. No, absolutely not. I mean, w- would it be 
the world it is if everything no, was good. Not no, at all. not at all. Not at all. But, they wouldn't um, be sinning. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I want to end this with uh, wishing you all the baby blessings in the world. Thank you. Thank um, you. Hopefully I have some good news for you guys in like three weeks. Um, I cannot wait. Um, I have um I have a couple more days of, of, of medication. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to go back tomorrow or Monday yeah. to get monitored again. Um, retrieval hopefully will be on Tuesday. Basically for retrieval, I'll explain that really quick. Um, I'm completely sedated. It's like a 45 to an hour process. Oh my god! They remove all of your all your eggs. Ew. They remove all of your eggs and they take the best. And then that's when they start the process. It takes like another couple of days, probably five or six days. And basically during that process, then you know Jay also you know does this thing in a cup, and um, <laughs> they clean it up and um, in a cup <laughs> in a cup. And scientifically, they you know create it into an embryo. Um, and to the most healthiest chromosomes, we're actually doing an additional testing that costs us an extra two thousand oh dollars, which is god. probably only why we're paying the three thousand because the two thousand is not covered. And it's additional chromosome testing. It's oh to avoid God. any further health issues. During that point, you can actually Science. choose the sex of Science your baby. is insane. Very. You can actually choose the sex of what your baby. What would you choose? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want a girl. I want a mini-me as terrible as I was and as bad as I was and as stubborn as I am. I I don't know if this world can afford another mini-me, but, um, yeah, I want a mini-me. I, I, I do. And, Let me um, tell you, though. Boys, mamas, mama's boys. I know. I keep hearing mama's that. Boys. You're the second person in, like, three days that tells me that. But we got to make sure we raise them right. That is true. Yeah. Don't get no damn piece of shit that to try to raise them. Sorry. No, it's the truth. We, we as mothers, I feel like a lot of mothers, um, with boys especially, you know, we really got to be conscious of how we're raising them and how we're raising them to treat women yeah. in today's society. Amen. And also, it goes both ways. If you have a girl, listen, you're raising her to know how to treat a man also and to and know how, how to man, treat herself yes. first and for and a man to treat correct. her. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are we are living examples of what the future uh, is has to no. has to come has to bring, um, but Erica, I want to wish mm-hmm. you all the baby blessings. You. I want to. I'm so excited to Thank witness you. this journey. I'm so excited you. that you're opening up about it. Yes, because that's what it's we don't have enough of. It's the only way to help of. somebody else, even yeah. if I help one person. Yeah. Um, it, it's and that's also, the beauty of it. You're gonna help someone. I, I hope so. Yeah, I pray. Even don't. if it's one person, just by talking about it, just by letting yeah. someone know they're not alone. Yep. Um, when You're I not, became, believe yeah, me. When I became a single mom, that's all I wanted to hear was that I'm not the first and I'm not the last. Yep. And girl... Am I not the first? <laughs> and I'm not the last. And you are not the first. And you are not the last. And you're going to do this. And you're going to get through Thank it. You. And I'm so excited to witness the journey. And I, I wish you, you and Jay nothing but good luck. Thank you. And I can't wait to check back in. Yes. And, and you guys have to check on. out the site. Yes. Um, probably, once it's on, we're going to promote it. Yes, for sure. definitely. Yeah. Once it's, um, hopefully, probably in the next month, um, yeah, the it. site will be up mm-hmm. and running. And I've recorded um, doctor visits. I've recorded during the injections. Yeah. So all that stuff. I, I'm going to make it public. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. One of the this during during one of the shots, I broke out into tears. Like yeah, I was yeah. just, you know, it, it's it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it all out there and and hopefully help somebody. Throw it all out there, baby. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Crystal. Bye.